0: Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit Bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views
1: of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. I appreciate uh, the invite being here today Excuse <clears throat> me, and hope everyone's doing well. Thanks for joining us here. Uh, I'm going to actually cover a couple different things, but many of you may have heard a uh, similar presentation in the past. Um, I wanted to cover some things on low vision. Um, So the main focus today will be on low vision products. What are some signs of low vision? What should you do if you experience these signs or symptoms? Um, And what products are out there that can help you? Or some daily living aid type of situation things. So feel free to ask any questions. Um, Allison had played the instructions on how to ask questions. So feel free to raise your hand. type something in I don't think there is the comments on this right because most people are coming in auditorily so uh, but feel free to raise your hand and we'll we'll get to your question so first and foremost I am Mike Wood uh, I am strategic accounts manager for the education market here at Vespiro so what does that mean um basically means I work in K-12 higher ed uh, anything that's education focused, I'm the liaison between Vespero and the American Printing House for the Blind as well. So I work very closely with them to help individuals get the products that they need, uh, whether it be something software-based, hardware-based, um, you name it. So that's what I do. I've been here about 15 years now. Uh, I always joke with people that when I started, I had hair. I no longer have any hair. Um, so it's been a while. <laughs> Many of you on the call are probably familiar with Vespero. I will briefly tell you what Vespero is or who we are, Um, and actually the creation of the name Vespero for the company. Many people always will ask, you know, what's Vespero mean? Is it Vespero, Vespero, like, how do you pronounce it? What is it? Um, So it's actually the parent company of a couple brands that you all may be familiar with. If I said Enhanced Vision, Optilec. Freedom Scientific or TPGI, people might say, oh, I know Freedom Scientific, they're the creators of JAWS. Uh, oh, I know Optelec, they have the Clearview C. Um, you know, so people are familiar more so with the brands that fall under the Vespero umbrella. But Vespero is actually the creation of uh, two Latin words. It's the merger of them, I should say. First one, visio, meaning vision, and Spiro meaning hope. So Vespiro's um, motto is to see hope. We develop both hardware and software products uh, in cooperation with the end users, just like many of you on this call. Many of you may be using some of our products now. We'd love to hear your feedback about them, uh, the good, bad, and the indifferent. And so that always helps us with moving forward on developing different pieces of hardware and different functionality within our software. Uh, The exciting part for me is being here 15 years, I'm still kind of a newbie. We have people that have been here much longer than I have. Uh, So the knowledge base is huge within the company. So as I mentioned, I was going to chat a little bit about low vision today. And, you know, what are some signs of low vision? And this is signs of low vision, even with corrective lenses. So I myself uh, go for my yearly eye checkup and I wear prescription glasses. Uh, I haven't taken the venture to try contacts yet. I just can't figure out, you know, how to put my finger in my eye. Um, But I do wear corrective lenses. And with my corrective lenses, if I started seeing, uh, you know, signs such as difficulty reading a book, newspaper, or magazine, maybe uh, just recently, you know, many of us celebrated Thanksgiving. You might have been at the dinner table, and you might have had issues recognizing faces of family or friends that were at the table with you. in that same context, what about cooking the meal? If you were baking pies or roasting your turkey, uh, were you having issues reading the ma- uh, excuse me reading the recipe or following long instructions on baking the turkey? Doing things around the house, maybe cleaning chores, selecting and matching the color of your clothes. Something as simple as that, you know, is this a dark blue item? Is it black? Um, you know, things like that. Feeling that the lights are dimmer than normal. So finding that as you're reading at night or even during the day doing a task and you just say, you know what? I need more light. I need to turn the the lamp on um, to be able to do this. If you're knitting, sewing, anything like that where you might need more light. And then if you're driving, reading traffic signs or the names of stores. So any of those things, if you're struggling with those, those are signs that you might have low vision even with your corrective lenses. So what causes those issues? What are some of the sources of these low vision problems that you might be facing? I'm gonna give you um, a few. This is definitely not all, but some of these things are different eye diseases or health conditions. Many of you may be familiar with AMD, age-related macular degeneration, cataracts, diabetes, glaucoma or even eye injuries or birth defects that you know, weren't caught early on or even were caught early on. Whatever the cause may be of lost vision, that amount of lost vision usually cannot be restored. You can manage it with proper treatment and vision rehab, but oftentimes you can't restore the vision that you have lost due to those things that I have mentioned. So that's where we come in with how can we help with whether it be um, technology, software, or hardware, Also, uh, the TPGi side of our company is working with companies to make their websites more accessible. Um, Also working with major corporations. Um, One of the latest ones, for example, was McDonald's. So you think of going into a fast food chain restaurant, and many of them now are using these self-service kiosks. Um, Don't get me started on all that stuff, though, right? Because I dread. I still like to go. To the lane at the grocery store where there's actually someone helping you. (laughs) Because I find that I I scan things wrong all the time, multi scan, and then I need somebody to come over and fix it anyway for me. So I'm like, why don't we just have somebody there at the register helping me from the get go? Um, But the world we live in now, everything is going to, whether it be automated or self service. So you go into a McDonald's and you go up to the self serve kiosk. If you're blind or low vision, you know, that's difficult. So what we did is we worked with them to create, um, a speech enabled kiosk. You can plug your headset into that kiosk. It's going to give you all of the auditory feedback, uh, where you're at on the menu. You can order items. You can pay all without having to, you know, see somebody or work with somebody at that, uh, at that front, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Counter or whatnot. So that's one of the other things that we uh, are working on from our side. So how can we help? So I just mentioned that we're working with those large corporations to help on that side of things. Uh, but for individuals, oftentimes we recommend software. So it might be ZoomText. And for those of you that are not familiar with ZoomText, so what is ZoomText? Uh, ZoomText is gonna be a magnification software and it comes in a couple different flavors. So you get the magnifier or the magnifier reader. So two flavors. It's screen magnification software. It is Windows based. It's going to allow the individual to magnify the screen, change screen colors, uh, customize various items such as your mouse pointer, uh, your text cursor. So if you're inside of a word document and you know that little line that's blinking for your cursor can be difficult to see sometimes. Well, you can make that where you've got arrows that are pointing to it. Um, or a red circle around it to really ping you in and say, hey, here's your cursor. This is where you're at. Um, one of the things I love for the tracking of the mouse, for example, is we have these crosshairs that come in from the left and the right and the top and the bottom. And they actually direct you right to your mouse. So wherever you are on the screen, all you've got to do is look either left, right, up or down, find that faint red line and follow it. And it's gonna lead you directly to where your mouse pointer is on the screen. Magnifier Reader has some basic speech functionality that will read documents, web pages, and emails as well. It's not going to be a, um, as powerful a screen reader as your JAWS or ZoomText. Excuse me, your JAWS or Fusion, but ZoomText Mag Reader does have some speech capability. So ZoomText is one way that we help. Next would be JAWS. So many of you may be familiar with what JAWS is. Um, A quiz question I always ask people is what does JAWS stand for? And you know those people that have been in the industry for a long time or have used it for a while, because they all come in with job access with speech. So that's what JAWS stands for, is job access with speech. It's a screen reader that's gonna provide access to Microsoft Word operating, excuse me, Microsoft Windows operating systems and programs in Microsoft, such as Word, PowerPoint, um, Adobe, you know, the internet, whatever it may be. Everything is spoken aloud as it appears. And any changes that are made on the computer screen, you can actually hear, and you don't have to have the computer screen. You know, there's no use for the computer screen when you're using JAWS. Um, I've worked with some people in the past to help them train on it. And one of the key things is, shut the monitor off and take away their mouse. And they're gonna learn how to use JAWS pretty quickly once that uh, is done, if they have vision. If they don't have vision, it's different. So that is JAWS. What is Fusion? Fusion is actually, as it sounds, it's the fusion of JAWS and Zoom Text together. So it's the two of those programs working together at the same time. You can also, if you purchase Fusion or download Fusion as a trial or your company provides it or your vocal rehab specialist or your school, if you're using Fusion, you actually get three icons on the desktop. You get JAWS, Zoom Text, and Fusion. If you run Fusion, it's basically running JAWS and Zoom Text together. I find that Fusion is a great benefit for individuals who, over time, want to make the transition from using magnification to a full screen reader, such as JAWS, a little easier. It's also going to benefit users with advanced or progressive vision loss who, um, you know, can take advantage of magnification for now but at some point they're going to need a full screen reader. Uh, And then also it meets the needs of organizations that are seeking to provide tools at all levels for people that have vision impairment. Um, So you can easily install one license, which that being Fusion, and that's gonna provide all three products. So you're kind of meeting the needs of everybody when you're using Fusion. So that's on the software side. So how else can we help? We can help with some hardware, Um, optical magnifiers, lighting and filtered lenses, electronic video magnifiers, portable magnifiers, and braille displays. So I'll go more in depth with some of these. So to start off with, I'm going to start at the most basic. Um, And one of the things I will say also is I'm naming a bunch of different types of products and not one of these products is probably going to be the be-all end-all, the holy grail for any individual. I always recommend to people, you know, you might need four, five, six, seven different products throughout the day to do what you need to do. So for example, an optical magnifier is great if you're doing some spot reading out and about. Same thing as I get to um, you know, handheld video magnifiers. Great at the grocery store. Right now, you're getting into the holiday season. You might be out shopping for people. You want to look at the price tag on some clothing or an item that you're buying for somebody. For that, it's great to have something like the Ruby XLHD or the Compact 6 by Optilec, you know, a portable handheld magnifier. But when you get home, you might then want to read. You're not going to want to read on a five-inch, you know, display screen. You want to then maybe use something like Uh, a larger portable, transportable, foldable unit uh, or something with a 24 inch monitor on it where you've got more real estate on the screen and able to fit more text on that screen for yourself. So optical magnifiers, again, are kind of your entry level. It's usually where we'll start people off with. Uh, They're fantastic. I refer to them as your Sherlock Holmes style magnifier. They come in different strengths. They come in different shapes and sizes. So, you can get rectangular screen or rectangular um, lenses, round lenses. One of the keys to remember the higher the magnification you need, the smaller the lens is. That's just the science behind optics. So, again, the higher magnification you need, the smaller that field of vision is going to be and the smaller that lens is. So, once you start needing high magnification, That's then when I try to say, you know, maybe you want to look at a video magnifier, which gives you a wider range. I mentioned glare, anti-glare sunglasses. You know, one of the things I feel that COVID taught a lot of us during this pandemic was many people now were working on their computers much more. Uh, I know for me in the education market, working with schools, the students were all remote. So they were working on their computer all day long, What the schools were finding was that more and more individuals were self-identifying with vision issues. Some of those vision issues turned out to be eye fatigue because the monitor was bright. You know, many of the um, things you're working in, whether it be PowerPoint, Microsoft Word, or the Internet, it's usually a white background with black text. So you've got this bright white, and it's kind of sometimes a bluish hue to it, right? So how can you help with that? You could use ZoomText or Fusion to change your color contrast on the screen, or you could also get blue filtered lenses or anti-glare lenses that have a yellow or orangish tint to the lens, and that's going to help cut down on that glare. How else are those helpful? They're fantastic for driving. Uh, I myself have a pair because I mentioned earlier that I wear regular, uh, you know, glasses, prescription glasses. I, um, I wear the ones that fit over my glasses and those help with driving to cut down on glare. They kind of take the edge off of the brightness of the sun. Uh, and so they're fantastic for that. Uh, also for indoor lighting sometimes, fluorescent lighting can be irritating to the eyes. So you'll find that these filtered lenses are helpful for that too. And obviously they're fantastic for bright sunny days. Uh, one of the things I do want to say is we should all, you know. Uh, This is a little side comment, but we should all take care of our eyes when we're out in the sun. Make sure that you are wearing UV protective sunglasses, Uh, you know, definitely outside. So, even on a cloudy day, you'd be shocked, but you're going to also get UV rays on those cloudy days. So, wear your sunglasses. And then I mentioned earlier lighting. Lighting is very important as well. So, some of you on this call may have even realized that as we age, uh, like a fine wine, many of us as we age may notice that we need more light to do things. So you may be, you know, as a teenager, you might have been able to sit on the couch and read a magazine or a book uh, in kind of a darker room, right? As we age, we might find we need a little bit more ambient lighting. Uh, So something like the Stella lamp or the Schweitzer lamp Are fantastic. The reason that they're great is they offer different spectrums of light. Um, They're also dimmable to different levels. So, for example, the Stella lamp uh, has 10 different levels of uh, brightness, also three different temperatures of light. So, one's more of a crisp white, one's more of a bluish white, and one is more of a warm yellowish light. Uh, So, the different light temperatures, I should say. And The thing that's nice with those is it depends on the time of the day. If you've got bright light coming in your window, you might want to choose a different temperature for the the lamp that you're using inside. Um, Many of these now are battery-operated, so they can go with you wherever you go. You can put them in a backpack. You might want to take them out to your garage to do some work in your garage um, or move them around the house easily. And for me at the school level, it's fantastic fantastic to go from classroom to classroom. also, lighting is really important if you are picking out, as I mentioned earlier, clothing. You'd be shocked. I have a photo that I, I used in a while back on one of my slide decks that I had. And I had three pairs of socks. And I took a photo of them with my phone with no extra light on them. It was just the light in the room, which is an overhead incandescent, you know, light bulb. And in the photo, it was hard to decipher the three different colors of those socks. They were all darker colors. So then I turned on my Stella lamp and I took another photo with my cell phone with the Stella lamp shining on those socks. And the amount of pop in the color on those socks was dramatic. I was able to tell that one of those pair were black and the other two were, one was a very dark navy blue and the other one was just a regular dark blue um, with some pinstripe. But it was able to show you Without that extra light, all three of them looked pretty much either like black or dark blue. There was no way to really decide for the difference. So lighting makes a huge difference on that. So as I mentioned, um, actually, let me ask, are there any questions before I go on to video magnifiers? I haven't seen any hands raised yet, but uh, <laughs> I just raised my own hand. Uh, any
2: questions? <laughs> no raised hands so far, Michael. Thanks, Allison. You're welcome.
1: Other than myself that I raised, but I don't have any questions <laughs> yet. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, now
2: we have a raised hand.
1: Do we? All right.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is someone called Veteran Dog Utili. All
1: right. You may... well,
2: yeah, you can unmute and talk.
3: Well, good afternoon. Good afternoon. I, I would just like to say that uh, I am a User of the Sparrow product. I have retinitis pigmentosa, which you do know is progressive. Yes. And I have been legally blind since 1970, so I have gone through the hand magnifiers, the CCTV handheld, and now I'm to the point that uh, I have light discrimination yet. So I use JAWS, and JAWS is a lifesaver to me, and it enables me to continue doing things. So uh, you know, I, I host a group of blind veterans on Tuesday and Thursday afternoon, and it enables me to maintain rosters and do things of that type. I also have a Clearview C. Okay which is a magnificent machine. It it will store documents as well as enabling me to read them. And the thing I like about the Clearview C is that when you tap and hold, it goes into table mode, which means it will read straight across, which if you're trying to read read a menu or something before you go to the restaurant, it will read across the entrees and the price. Whereas many things will just read columns and reads all the entrees and then all the prices, and it's up to you to match things and The Clearview you see has an outline on it, and many times I don't even open my eyes, and I'm still able to get documents pretty well inside that I can, you know, you get used to the machine and you get the document on there, and in just seconds, it begins to read to you, so... uh, I, I just would highly endorse the product that the Sparrow puts out. I, uh, I'm just, you know, it's a life changer for me. That's the best way to put it. Mike.
1: Well, first, I, I want to say thank you for the feedback and thanks for your service. And um, I've done a couple different uh, meetings with some of the veterans groups, and it's always fantastic, you know, to share and hear these stories. Um, and thank you for that. I mean, the Clearview C is my favorite device. So before we merged with Optilec, I was always envious of that product. I would go out and see that and, you know, the Optilec reps would be showing it, and I'd be like, ah, oh, that is like, I mean, that's the Cadillac model of CCTVs. Um, it's a fantastic unit. And as you said, you know, that option to turn on, how it reads. Um, I always tell people this too, you know, when you're looking at a CCTV, You've got to keep in mind for the future. So it's easy to think of, you know, what am I going to use right now today, right? But if you think about are your eyes going to get progress, is your vision going to get progressively worse? You know, maybe you want to get a CCTV with that OCR scanning capability in there Uh, because there's nothing worse than spending thousands of dollars on a unit today and then finding out in two years that, oh. I really should have added, you know, or paid that little bit of extra money to get the OCR capability in there. Um, And the thing that I also like with that unit and many of the OCR units is that, as you mentioned, uh, you can save documents in there. So I had a veteran that I had gone out to meet uh, through the Dayton VA in Ohio, and he was using his Clearview C uh, where he was saving a list of all of his emergency contacts onto the CCTV. So it was an easy place for him to go if he needed to call any of his emergency contacts, whether it be family, doctor, you name it. All he had to do was go to the CCTV, open that file, and then there were all of the the people's names and numbers. Uh, And then he could easily either have it read out loud to him, or he could enlarge it and view it visually. Um, So I think that's fantastic. Thanks for sharing that information. Uh, and I'm glad that you know this is why I enjoy what I do, hearing these things, you know, um, how the how the products have helped and the difference that they do make. Um, you know, being able to give you that freedom to do the things that you you know always have done and just want to continue doing. Um, and so again, thank you.
2: Okay, Michael, we have another raised hand. Sure thing. Okay, this is someone with telephone number. Two zero seven Indianigan zero five
4: four. Sure. Yeah, this is Carol. I'm calling from Maine. Um, thank you so much. You just don't know how timely you are. Um, you're, ta- you're talking today. Um, I'm one of those people that's exactly at that point. I still have vision, some vision, but it's it's I'm losing it. Um, and I've been using the Zoom Text, which I love, and it's worked well for me. And I have a um, it's an old Merlin. Uh, CCTV um, and but I'm at the point I've got to make that net I think I'm headed for that next step of my vision I can't use my vision the way I have been I've been kind of living as if I have vision but I have to ch- <laughs> I'm at the changing place so I'm really excited about hearing about what you have to say about where what those steps are and also how we make them um I do will be having an appointment with my rehab um computer person in the next few weeks and I need to to have more to to bring to that table what do I suggest what do I ask about or should I be in touch with you folks so with that I'll pass thank you
1: hey carol thank you I'm glad this was timely um and helpful for you. So feel free, I'll share my email with everyone as well. Uh, it's mwood, so m-w-o-o-d at vespero.com. That's v i s p e r o.com. So feel free to drop me a note. But what I would recommend is, you know, for you, if you're using Zoom text, it might be worth downloading the trial of fusion uh, because that is going to ease you into. Using JAWS. Uh, You know, JAWS can sometimes be overwhelming, but since you still have some vision left um, and you're familiar with Zoom text, that's going to ease that transition over to using a full on screen reader, where then you are not going to be relying, you know, when you're using Fusion, you can still use the functionality of Zoom text. But if you find that you can't see something, you can just easily, you know, use all the speech from JAWS. Um, And then as your vision gets worse, you know, then you're not going to be as, I feel like you're not going to be as stressed out um, trying to learn JAWS totally from scratch. The other thing I would say is you have that Merlin CCTV. Um, There is a Merlin that offers speech capability now. And as you're looking at a CCTV, you know, depending again, how, how quickly your vision is going to progressively get worse, you know, you may want to look at one with speech, or you might want to look at something like a full-on scanning and reading device, such as the Smart Reader, um, and or I'm trying to think the other, uh, the Clear Reader, uh, the Smart Reader, and the Omni Reader. So those are three different, you know, units uh, from three different brands of ours. And one of those has a monitor built into it. So again, if you have some vision, you can still use that, um, or you can get the other ones and you can plug a monitor into some of them and then have the the text basically show up on a monitor. Otherwise, they're just a portable scanning and reading device, which is really nice. You put a piece of paper under it, whether it be a restaurant menu, uh, a handout from somebody, you name it, and it's gonna snap a picture and then instantly read it back to you. Uh, You can also store files on there. Um, Earlier, I heard the advertisement for Bookshare, a fantastic program, Um, so you could also, download books from Bookshare onto some of those products and, you know, listen to those. So multifunctional, what I would say is uh, if you want to reach out, feel free to drop me a note. I'm happy to kind of send you a couple different products that you could take a look at and then go to your meeting, you know, and maybe ask those questions. Uh, there's so many resources out there too. That's the other thing. Um, you know, we could spend all day talking about the different resources, whether it be, you know, independent living for older blind programs in states, Many people aren't familiar with those, um, you know, Department of Vocal Rehab. We work a lot with them uh, as we just had the uh, gentleman I didn't get. I think it's Doc. Um, I'm assuming it's Doc because you had veteran Doc. Um, yes, so, I mispronounced it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's fine. It was <laughs> okay. blended together, too. So no worries. Uh, okay. But, you know, Doc, as you said, you know, if you work with the VA hospital, you know, use these resources that are out there for us. right? Because we don't know everything, and it's hard sometimes because you don't know all the technology that is available out there um, to help help you along. I mean, something as simple as it's it's crazy, but I mean, I've been to houses before where I've gone in and people don't even know that what bump dots are, you know, so it's the bump dots to help with like your microwave to put a little bump dot on the start button and maybe on the one and the two. So, you know, if you press one, it's going to do one minute of heating and warming up for your food. I mean, those are daily living things that are just so easy. Or we give away um, signature guides at our conferences and, you know, people will come by and be like, what is this thing? It's just a credit card sized little uh, plastic piece of plastic with a rectangular cutout in it. That helps you that when you're signing your name, you stay within that little square rectangle cutout that's on that credit card sized piece of plastic. and. Another thing that they're great for is tracking. I've used them with young kids where they're reading. And if you're learning to read, or maybe you have traumatic brain injury, or you've had a stroke, um, and you're learning to read again, you can use that to kind of block out the visual clutter and just go word by word as you're reading, kind of like you might have done in elementary school with your you know ruler following along. So again, these are basic things that sometimes people are like, oh, what is that? And it's the easiest, you know, most simple piece of equipment. Not expensive um, or you know for low vision individuals you know we're at the holiday season uh, I tell people you know 2020 pens or thick bold lined paper. Uh, when I go out to do meetings with people I'll you know if I go into a house to do an assessment or you know meet with a veteran to do a setup of a piece of equipment, I'll oftentimes bring some 2020 pens or sharpies and some bold thick lined paper just because it's easier to see and right under a CCTV with it. Um, So, you know, think about those things. Those are all available online now pretty easy to find. Um, But yeah, so back to uh, the other thing I wanted to mention. So back to the handheld video magnifiers. um, Some of these are now coming with speech built into them as technology has gotten better. And you, know, you think to our cell phones, right? Our cell phones are more powerful than the computers back in you know the 80s, right? So now you've got these handheld portable video magnifiers that are six inch screens. And then we've got 10 inch screens that offer you the capability of scanning and reading. So they'll do optical character recognition. You can save documents to them uh, and recall them and go back to them later to, to listen to them. Uh, So you think about even getting your mail, maybe you want to scan in all of your mail and then take that device over to your comfy chair, your recliner and lean back and listen to your mail verbally, Uh, you know, auditorily, I should say, that'll verbalize it, the product. Uh, You can change the voices on these pieces of equipment. So if you like male a female, uh, if you want to get wild, you can change it to a British accent um, Mm -hmm. and listen to it, you know, like you're listening to Harry Potter. Um, so they're really, you know, customizable. Uh, one of the best selling devices out there is the Ruby XL HD. It's a five inch LCD monitor. It does not have speech capability on it. It's just an easy to use tried and true handheld video magnifier. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the optical magnifiers are a locked magnification level this Ruby will go from 2x to 14x magnification. So you've got a wide range of magnification. You also can change your color contrast. You'd be amazed at how much that color contrast can make a difference when you're trying to read, and also with eye fatigue. Um, You know, from there, you might want to jump up to something like the Ruby 10 or the Compact 10. uh, And that's a 10-inch display screen. So it's similar to say your mainstream tablet, like an iPad or an Android tablet. But this has a fold-out arm, they both do the Compact 10 and the Ruby 10 that allow you to then capture an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper and actually uh, scan that in and have it read out loud to you. It's also great for filling out documents, writing your signature, maybe looking at family photos, viewing a label on a package because Maybe the package wouldn't fit under your regular CCTV. So the Ruby 10 has that fold-out arm that helps. Or looking at something like a round can, where it might be difficult to look at that round object, you can do that with this. Portability has come into play over the last few years. You know, as Doc mentioned uh, earlier, he has the Clearview C, a fantastic product. Um, You know, as I said, it's my favorite CCTV on the market, but you're not going to be carrying that thing around, I mean, unless you're the Hulk. Um, It's more of a stationary product. You might move it throughout your house a couple times throughout the year maybe, but you're not going to be moving it on a regular basis. Uh, In schools, oftentimes, back in the day, they would put these things in a rolling cart for students to be able to get around the campus with it easily. Now, you're coming into things like the Merlin Mini, the Clearview Go and the Topaz Ultra. Those are all three uh, different products from different brands, but those three products are all pretty similar in functionality. They come in 15 inch and 17 inch monitors, and these fold up and become portable. They only weigh uh, between 10 and I think 13 or 14 pounds. So manageable, they do come with a carrying case. So they're portable, You can take them from classroom to classroom, you can take them from home to school, from home to work. Uh, Again, with the holidays coming up, you're going to visit family or friends, you wanna take your CCTV with you, that would be the product you could easily do that with. And you're not giving up a decent size monitor. They do not offer OCR on those units, but they are foldable and portable. Uh, They are battery powered, so you don't have to be tethered to an outlet either. So that's nice. As we mentioned, uh, or as I mentioned earlier, going from foldable portable to something like that Clearview C, there's also the Merlin Elite Pro. So Carol, as you mentioned, you have the Merlin. Um, The Merlin Elite Pro adds in scanning capability. So you can OCR and have things read out loud to you. you know, that's going to come in the larger monitor sizes. Oftentimes, these are coming in 20, 22, and 24-inch monitors. Um, some of them are touchscreen. Uh, others are not. You also have the Topaz OCR, and that Topaz unit, again, will have OCR capability, touchscreen monitor. Uh, similar products, I would just say the difference between them is just the style and the layout of the buttons. Uh, for example, the Clearview C has a remote control that you can actually lift off of the XY table and control the functionality from that. The Merlin Elite Pro, <clears throat> excuse me, has a corded um, kind of remote control that is a corded remote. So it is tethered to the unit uh, as compared to the Clearview C, which is not. It's a Bluetooth capability. Uh, and then you have the Topaz, which doesn't have a remote control but it has really brightly colored knobs on it to control magnification and color contrast and whatnot. So those are three desktop units. Uh, Again, those are going to be more stationary. You're not going to be moving these around very much, but very powerful products. I apologize if you hear my dog barking in the background. Um, I left them downstairs and I knew, I said, I know they're going to probably go crazy at some point during my meeting. And they are. (laughs) so those are your desktop units. I'll take a break here to ask if there's any other questions or comments um, specifically related to any of the things that I've talked about. Uh, And again, if you want to learn more, I'm happy to share any information, um, links to our website. I also do, uh, with my colleague, Michelle Williams, we do hardware-focused webinars uh, once a month We, um, they're no cost, they oftentimes go in depth into different products. Uh, so the most recent one was on, oh goodness, the Amigo, which is an enhanced vision handheld product. And we did two one hour webinars on the Amigo. The first one was a basic overview. The second one was a more in depth dive into the menu functionality. We've got one coming up. goodness, I think in two weeks on Thursday, don't hold me to the date. If you email me, I'll send you the details, but it's going to be a holiday gift and gab um, event. And basically, it's come with your questions on low vision products. And um, also, we'll be raffling off some prizes. We're going to raffle off some handheld video magnifiers, uh, optical and video. And then we're just going to kind of gab through and share information on products. Uh, And then as I said, answer any questions that people have. So uh, that's something to watch out for, watch our social media. But any questions thus far? Any hands raised?
2: I'm not seeing any hands raised right now, Michael.
1: Awesome, Allison. I appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. So I will go into um, also the the software. I want to mention uh, going back, circling back to the software. One of the things I do like is couple years back, we changed how you know what version you're at. This was something that used to confuse the heck out of me. Uh, I'd be at a conference and someone would say, I'm at JAWS version 13. And I'd be like, all right, what version are we at now? Oh, we're, at four, we're at 15, 15, 16. What are we at? So you're how many years behind? It was complicated. Now it's very simple. Uh, it's kind of like the car, you know, new car model setup. So right now, it's the end of 2022. So what do we have out? We have the 23 models. So JAWS 2023, ZoomText 2023, and Fusion 2023. They released at the end of October. Uh, So anybody that was current on their SMA or recently purchased the product will have version 2023. If you're running version 2021, you're two years behind. Uh, Why is it important to stay current? Every eight weeks or so, six to eight weeks, we do minor updates. And then every year we do a major upgrade. Uh, Those minor updates are releasing things like fixes for maybe Microsoft Teams, Zoom. um, You know, so throughout the year, Microsoft might make changes, or there might be a product that we learn isn't working as well with Zoom Text, JAWS, or Fusion. And so we fix it within our side, and then we do those minor updates. We also add in different functionality and tools. Um, some of the new ones, you know, there's some math functionality. There's Picture Smart, which has been out a couple of years now. Um, oh, goodness. There's a, I'm trying to think now of the other one that we just released. Um, there's a, a tethered view for Zoom text and Fusion, where that's going to kind of tie you if you're doing something like a Windows search. Uh, It's going to lock you down to that area so you'll know where you're at. It works with Word comments and in Microsoft Excel formula bar as well. So that kind of tethers you to that area, which helps. Uh, So there's all different things. So easy to know what version you're at now. And then I want to also mention our Braille displays. So, you know, what if you're using the software and you're, you're finding that you are a Braille user or maybe you're just learning Braille? Uh, there's three different options on our Braille side. There's a 14 cell, a 40 cell, and an 80 cell. I'd say the number one seller would be the 40 cell, followed by the 14, and lastly, the 80. Uh, just because portability. People love the 40 cell because it's still portable, but you're getting 40 cells of Braille. Uh, on the 14, it's super portable. It's really small, it's maybe a little bit bigger than like uh, the iPhone max pro max or whatever. But with that, uh, you've got 14 cells of braille. You can Bluetooth these devices to five different Bluetooth products. So you can have a Bluetooth to your computer, your iPhone, your tablet, uh, you name it. I can't even think of five different devices that you'd want to Bluetooth it to. But, um, the nice thing is if you're doing text messages, replying from your phone, uh, you can do so easily with any one of those. Um, With your computer, same thing. You can plug and play with a USB cord, and it's gonna work seamlessly with JAWS and Fusion. They're also made to take a little bit of a beating. They're built to be more robust and rugged. They have rubberized edges, um, and they're made out of metal housing. So they're aluminum, so they're, they're a sturdy device. And to finish with products, that's really it for the products today. I want to share with you our support and training pages. Uh, for those of you that have not been to freedomscientific.com training in a while, check that out. As I mentioned earlier, we do hardware webinars regularly. We also do software webinars regularly. So if you're new to any of these software products, uh, so like Carol, for you, for example, you may want to go and check out some of the fusion training, or some of the JAWS training videos, and see what functionality, you know, you could have with using JAWS. Uh, There's also training modules on there that will help you learn how to use the product. There's teacher resources if you're a teacher or a trainer. There's also a link where you can sign up for our webinars, so you'll know what is coming out soon, and make sure that you're registered for them. Oftentimes, we do giveaways at these webinars, Sometimes it's $500 gift cards to Vespero. So that's $500 you can use towards one of our products, software or hardware uh, across all the brands. Uh, Oftentimes we'll do optical magnifiers or video magnifiers. It, It just depends on, I guess, our mood, what we're doing or what our topic is. Another way to keep current and know what's going on is follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. YouTube. We have a podcast. Um, We have a blog. You can also email us. I shared with you my email. If for whatever reason um, you find that you might want some training support, you can also email training at Vespiro.com and they can direct you to where you can find more information on training or set a training up for a group. Um, And then we're also on Clubhouse. Uh, That's a newer social media, and that's really up and coming and really neat. Uh, So we're on there regularly as well. And these are spots where you can always know what we're up to, where we're going to be at, whether it be a conference or what trainings we're doing, what specials we're running. Uh, For example, right now for the holiday, we're running some specials on some of our hardware products. Uh, The Merlin Mini Topaz Ultra and Clearview Go 17-inch model are $500 off right now. Um, we've got some Ruby specials on the black and white Rubies. So just stuff that you can you know find out if you follow us on social media or sign up for our email list. So again, um, I'll give you my email before I open up for questions. My name's Mike Wood. My email is M-W-O-O-D, so Wood at Vespero.com. vispero spelled V-I-S. P E R O. So the last 10 minutes, I'll open up for any questions or comments. Uh, And again, I can't thank you all enough for taking the time to join us today. I hope this was beneficial and helpful. And Larry and Allison, thanks for hosting. Thank you, Michael.
2: Oh, gosh, you're so welcome. And, oh, we have a raised hand. Let's see. This is Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Malcolm, you should be able to unmute.
0: There we go. I got it. Hey, Malcolm. How's it going? Good, good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. I think I have two questions. One is, what is the difference between Clearview C and Clearview Speech? and in the development of your products do you have any blind people that are on staff or there to help
1: with the development of those products those are two fantastic questions Malcolm thank you uh so the Clearview C um is actually the Clearview speech is the Clearview C with speech so there's the Clearview C and the Clearview C with speech so you can Obtain that in two different versions, basically, and the difference just being whether or not you wanted the speech capability. Um, okay. Is, so when when well, you I, were
0: talking when you were talking about the ClearView C, you said it could speak to you.
1: Yes, if you if you did
0: the ClearView C with speech, it would speak okay. to you. Yep. Okay, um, I I didn't hear you say that portion of it. I was I was misunderstanding you, I guess. I thought the Clearview C could speak as well as the Clearview Speech could. And
1: I may not have even uh, clarified that clear enough on that when I did speak about that, so I apologize if that's the case. So there's the Clearview okay. C, um, Full HD with speech is like the official name for it. And then there's also the Clearview C. Um, and then we also have the Clearview Plus uh, with speech. So there's just a couple different setups, but the Clearview C comes in, you know, a few flavors. So with or without speech. And of course, it's going to be a little bit more expensive with speech. uh, But, you know, as I mentioned earlier, too, if you know your eyes are going to progressively get worse, it's nice to be able to have that speech capability. Right. Um, And then your second question uh, is a fantastic question because I usually share with people we do have a lot of low vision and blind people on staff within Vispero. Um Many of them are working in our at all different levels of the company. Um, our newest uh, VP of product software development, Ryan Jones, is blind. Uh, I believe he started losing his vision when he was a teenager. Uh, so he is the head of all of product software development. Um, we've got Ron Miller on the sales side of stuff and development for braille ron miller's totally blind uh within our training department rachel buchanan and elizabeth whitaker are two people that come to mind that are working uh, on our training and all of our documentation and they are both uh rachel has a little bit of vision uh, elizabeth is total so yeah that's just the few that i mentioned there but there's
0: lots that's- That's that's fantastic because most of the time, and I've seen, I have a couple of your products, in fact, and it seems that the development of these products have the, either somebody who is blind or low vision has been hands-on with the development of it. There are no problems or questions about how it works or anything. And a lot of products out there, there's no input by the blind community to say, is this what we need? They send it out there and the blind people using it myself included, to have found out, say, wait a minute, that doesn't work. You're not doing it right. You haven't asked anybody that's blind or low vision, is this going to work before you send it out there? So I I commend you on that fact that your products do seem to have that backing and make
1: it a lot easier and a lot more better when you get it to use it. Well, Malcolm, I appreciate that. And, you know, that's one of the things that I'll say that we've um, done a lot better with in the last, you know, 10 years, even maybe. And um, just to give you all also some feedback, you know, we've got uh, a great group of people on an advisory board that we work with. Um, We send out prototypes to different individuals. For me, I work with the American Printing House for the Blind very closely, and we develop some hardware products for them. And I can't tell you the amount of work that goes into developing a product that they then can sell through their quota program. Um, And Those products, I mean, the different groups that they'll meet with, uh, the feedback that they get, I mean, sometimes it's almost like, you know, wow, this is intense, you know, but it's, it's needed because again, as you said, I mean, if you're developing a product for somebody, uh, you want the input of the user that's going to be using it. And, um,
4: and that's where,
1: yeah. So do, do I have time for another question? Yeah, sure thing.
0: Okay. I didn't want to take up somebody else if they have a question. You related to OCR um, in the Clearview speech. Is there OCR?
1: Yeah. So OCR is optical character recognition. Mm-hmm. And all that's fancy for saying is that the device is going to scan the, the text and then take that text and convert it over to something that can be read out loud. So any of the speech products um, have OCR built into them. It's, It's six of one half dozen the other. It's the same thing. So OCR is basically the capability for the device to scan text and read it out loud to you.
0: Okay. I I, uh, used mine this morning and I put a document in there and I got to thinking about it. I thought, well, what if I put it in upside down? What if I can't see which way this document's supposed to be oriented, which is up and which is down? I put it in upside down on purpose and I thought, well, let's see what happens. I put it in there and it read it. And I was so blown away with that.
1: That is awesome. Yes, you're testing it. And that's one of the things, you know, that you don't think of sometimes, but you might put it in upside down, sideways, whatever, right? And for the most part, the software is fantastic at saying, you know, it should be flipped this way. Um, And many of those products, you know, also uh, the software and hardware included, you can add different speech engines. So it's not going to translate. But if you've got somebody that might be a native Spanish speaker uh, or they're okay. bilingual, um, I've been at conferences where people will come up and they'll say, I've got this book in German. Can I scan it in? So in the product, mm-hmm. you can switch to a German language, scan that German text in, and it's going to read it in German with a German accent. <laughs> you know, the correct inflection. So, I mean, it's and that's something actually that is comical sometimes too if you if you switch the voices to one of those foreign voices and have it read English to you, it sounds Mm -hmm. funny. And like the younger kids get a kick out of it um, when I'm working with them because it just sounds different because of that inflection.
0: Right. Um, One more thing.
1: thing. Uh, Do you have, or is it in,
0: in production or thought of, when you place the document on there and you go to have it, read it, or speech it, it tells you to center the document in a box. Now, if you can't see the box, if you have it outside the box, it doesn't tell you move left or right or up or down. Like um, seeing AI will tell you that if you have a document, left edge not visible. Are Is there any plans for uh, you people to come out with a correction facility so that we can correct it if we couldn't see we were on target with the box?
1: So, you know, that's a great There's nothing that I've heard of yet. Um, I will tell you on many of the newer devices that we've developed that have OCR, there's actually a little guide. um, So like a little tactile, whether it be just a nub or a little line uh, that you can feel to make sure that you're lining, say the the top left corner, or even if it was the bottom right corner, uh, whatever it is, you line that up and then that way, you know, without having to see it. Uh, but on something like the Clearview c, um, there isn't really anything that tells you to move it left or right. Uh,
0: right you know that's the, something that could be developed
1: and put in there in software. absolutely could. And I just took that down as a note um, in my own chicken scratch to to pass on to the the development team when they develop that, you know if they do any updates on those
0: those low that- units. That would be great.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point um, to think of that. You know, the other, the the scanning and reading devices that are, are geared towards somebody that's not going to have any vision, uh, those mm. all have those guides so you can kind of feel. And they only scan an 8.5 by 11 area usually, so it's fairly easy to line it up on those. But on those larger desktop CCTVs, oftentimes there's no guide.
4: On that right. note, we're going to yep. have to
0: close because we're getting close okay. to 59. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Malcolm. Thank you, Larry and Allison. I appreciate it very much. And happy holidays to everyone. Thank you
0: very much, Michael.
1: Happy holidays. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.